Today we are going to talk about something that I call the shortcut to prosperity. You know, as believers, we, just like everybody else, wake up in the morning, go to work, or go to our businesses with the intention to make sufficient income to take care of our needs, either our personal needs or the needs of uh, our families or the people that we love. But you see, our idea of prosperity as believers is completely different from the idea of prosperity that the world has. According to the world, you have to put in so much uh, labor to be able to bring, to be able to finally make it. You have to hustle. That's the perspective of the world. So the harder you work, you will, the more you increase your chances of making it, or the more you increase your chances of becoming financially independent, which is true to a certain degree. There is nothing wrong with hard work. Hard work is good. It is necessary to not be a lazy person. God doesn't want us to be lazy people. But again, our idea of prosperity is different. How do we prosper according to biblical perspective? How do we prosper according to the vision that God has for us? You see, the resources of the kingdom of God in the hands of a man or a woman is to serve first and foremost the purposes of the kingdom of God. So the things of God are only given access to to people that can store them in righteousness. So yes, it is good to live a lavish lifestyle. God wants you to live a comfortable lifestyle. God wants you to have the best things in life. As a matter of fact, that's your inheritance. The best things in life belong to you, right? Because God created the heavens and the earth and he gave us rulership over this domain. So you deserve the finest things in life. You deserve the best things in life. But how do you get to that point where the best things in life, the finest things in life that you deserve will find their way to you? instead of you running after those things. How does that happen? You see, God blesses the righteous. God gives his blessings to people that can store them in righteousness. So prosperity, according to the perspective of the Bible, is not something that you obtain as a result of prayers, but prosperity is something that you obtain as a result of your alignment to the plans and purposes of God for your life in every season. You see, God works in times and seasons. God is the God of times and the season. So, in each time, in each season, there is a blessing that is allocated to you. But for you to be able to become a partaker of that blessing, for you to be able to become a partaker of those resources that God has allocated to you, you must be in alignment with his plan for you in that season for you to be a partaker of the blessings that he has allocated to you in that season. You see, when God gives you a vision, he also gives you the provision. He also gives you the, the resources necessary to accomplish that vision. 
The Bible says he has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. The plan of God for you is to be prosperous. The plan of God for you is to be fruitful and multiply. Being fruitful and multiplying is prosperity. So God wants you to be fruitful. God wants you to be prosperous. If you read about the Bible in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 33, the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and everything else shall be added. So everything being added is just a consequence of your focus on the fulfillment of the agenda of God. When you focus on God, God is saying that make me the focus. Don't make the things that you want the focus, but make me the focus of your life. Don't make the nice house that you want the focus. Don't make the nice car that you want the focus. Don't make the private jet that you want to buy the focus. Although there is nothing wrong with those things. But those things without God can corrupt your soul. That's what the Bible says. What shall it profit a man to gain the word and lose his soul? So you can have the finest things in life. You can have the best things in life. You can have the best things that life has to offer. You can have the best houses. You can have the best cars. You can have the best connections. But if you have everything without Jesus, then the result of all that will be that you will perish. But God wants you to have all that. But first and foremost, he wants you to have it through him. The Bible says the blessings of God makes rich and adds no sorrow. So God wants you to be blessed, but he wants you to be blessed his way. He wants you to be blessed by him. He wants to be the one to bless you. Because if he blesses you, not only will you be prosperous in your career, in your personal life, in life, in everything you do, not only will you be prosperous, but you will also inherit eternal life. What is our idea of prosperity according to the kingdom of God? According to the kingdom of God, our idea of prosperity is to live a life that is in alignment with God. Our idea of prosperity is a life of consistent alignment with God. Knowing that when God looks upon you, he is happy. He is happy about the way you live your life. He is happy about the way you live your life. He is happy about the way you relate with people. He is happy about the things that you prioritize. He is happy about all those things. That is our idea of prosperity. And if you are living righteously, you will realize that all the things that the Gentiles seek for, all the things that the Gentiles run after, will naturally navigate towards you because God will provide everything that you need for you to live a life that brings glory and honor to him. You know, the Bible says in the book of Psalms chapter 37, verse 25, it says, 
I have been young and I have been old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. It is impossible for you to live a life that is in alignment with God and not be content with the things that God will provide to you. You will be content. God will provide you with the necessary things that you need to be prosperous. If you need a billion dollars, God will provide it to you. If you need 10 billion, he will provide it to you. If, if it is 10 million dollars that you need, he will make it available to you. If it is a million, if it is a hundred thousand dollars, he will make it available. But all those things at, are only possible if you are living in alignment with him. That's the focus. That is the idea of kingdom prosperity. Being prosperous according to the Bible is living a life of obedience to Jesus Christ, living a life that is in constant alignment with the plans and the purposes of God for your life. That's prosperity. That is prosperity according to the Bible. And that's how God wants you to live. God wants to bless you. God wants to give you access to more resources than what you have now. But why would he give the resources to somebody that he cannot trust? Can God trust you with the things that you are asking him for? That's the question. Can he trust you? Can God rely on you? Can God be sure that when he gives you access to that CEO position, when he gives you access to those forms that you are praying for, when he gives you access to the things that you've been asking him for, to that position of authority, when he gives you access to those things, can he be sure that you are going to use it for the purpose of advancing his kingdom? Or are you going to squander it on your fleshly desires? The book of Psalms 16 verse 6 it says the lines are fallen for me in pleasant places show me i have a good inheritance god wants to give you the best things of life the lines will fall in pleasant places for you if you are in alignment with god so don't let anybody deceive you that you can live a life that doesn't glorify God. You can live a life that is in complete contradiction to the nature of Christ and have access to the blessings of the kingdom and have eternal life. It is impossible. It's impossible. God cares about your soul. God cares about your soul. As believers, we have eternity in view. We are not just living on this earth. We are not just living like anybody else. There is eternity in view. There is eternity in view. So that should be the focus. We should be kingdom-oriented. If you look at other religions, you will see that they are focused on 
kingdom building. They understand what it is to build a kingdom. They understand what it is to build a kingdom. But in Christianity, we have failed to have that understanding. We have failed to grasp the concept of kingdom building. Our focus is not on the kingdom. Our focus is not on God. Our focus is not on the God that gives the blessings. Our focus is on the blessings. We want the blessings of God, but we don't want the God that gives the blessings. But the easiest way to have the blessings that we are seeking for is to have the God, is to know God, is to be in alignment with the God. That's why you will realize that most believers, we spend our lives running helter-skelter, looking for things that God could have given to us easily. Of course, we don't follow God because of the things that he can give. But the things that God gives are also necessary for us to live on earth and fulfill the plans that he has for our lives. But we want the prosperity of God. We want, we want the resources. We want the finances. But we don't want to live in obedience to God. Yet we want God to bless us. It's a lie. It is a lie. It is deception to think that you can live a life that is in complete disobedience and have access to the resources of the kingdom of God. It is a lie. The Bible says we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. If we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, it doesn't mean that what we do doesn't matter. Everything we do actually matters because we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We have the nature of Christ. So the way we live our lives must be in conformity with the standards of the Bible. So if anybody tells you that because you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, the way you live your life doesn't matter, that person is the enemy that you should run away from. The way we live our lives matter. Our focus must be on the kingdom of God. Say that to yourself. Make that decision today that your focus is going to be on kingdom building. Your focus is going to be on making sure that the plans and the purposes of God concerning your life are fulfilled. Make it your focus to push forward the agenda of God. That should be your focus. To push forward the agenda of God. To live a life that is in obedience to Christ continuously. To live a life that is in alignment with kingdom principles continuously. That, that is prosperity. In the book of John, uh, three, uh, third John chapter 1 verse 2, it said... I wish that you may prosper even as your soul prospers. So again, prosperity. The prosperity of your relationship with God must be the main focus. I wish that you prosper even as your soul prospers. So the prosperity that you experience in the physical should be the reflection 
of the health of your prosperity with God. It should be the reflection of your intimacy with God. The prosperity that you explain, that you that you experience, excuse me, the prosperity that you experience physically should be an overflow of what is happening in the spirit between you and God. There are ways that you can prosper financially, at least. There are ways that you can gain finances without God, but you don't want to do things that God is not involved in. The reason is because, you see, you can gain things. You can have access to things. But if Jesus didn't give them to you, all those things, although they are good things in nature, they will bring corruption to your soul. What is supposed to be a blessing is going to become a curse to you. Because he will lead you to destruction. And if God doesn't help you, he will ultimately lead you to hell. So you want the things of God. God's way. You want the blessings. You want the prosperity. You want them God's way. You must get them God's way. Don't be... Don't be... Uh, prosperous without God. Don't be prosperous without God. Don't experience financial prosperity without God. Because everything that you experience without God, everything that you will do without God, it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. If you acquire the blessing without God, then it means that that blessing comes with sorrow. Because it didn't come, it didn't come from Jesus. So since Jesus is not the originator of that blessing, because God is the only one that can give blessings without sorrow. But since Jesus is not the source of that blessing, that blessing will bring sorrow. So you want the Lord to be your shepherd. You want him to be your shepherd so you will lack nothing. You want him to be the one that leads you beside still waters where your soul finds rest. You want him to be that person. You don't want to acquire things without him. You don't want to acquire things without his blessing. So don't be like, everybody else don't be like everybody else don't be like common people we have direction we have direction because we have jesus so we have direction we know what to do we know what to do because we are living in alignment with jesus so we know what to do the bible says the labor of the fool brings willingness because the fool does not know the way to the city as believers, as people that walk with God, we know the way to the city. We know the way to the city because the Holy Spirit inside us guides us. He guides us on how to take over in our jobs, in our positions. He guides us in how to take over in the business world. 
He guides us. He guides our steps. He gives us divine wisdom. He shows us the way to the city. He shows us the way to the city. Because He is the way. And as long as we stay on the way, our path will be prosperous. As long as we stay on the way, nothing shall be impossible. The Bible says with God, nothing is impossible. So as long as we stay with God, as long as we follow Him in obedience, as long as we follow Him in alignment, nothing shall be impossible. Because we are walking in His realm and in the realm of God, there is no impossibility.